Hello and welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. First things first, please can you subscribe to the channel? It helps us out more than you will know. And today we've got a cracker for you where we're just doing football debates where one of us will ask the question to the other two. They will either agree or disagree and they will then debate it out and eventually could possibly come to a winner, but most likely still completely disagree with each other. Now, the questions that we've all done, none of us know the other person's questions, so this will be straight off the bat, and we might look a bit foolish when we don't know the, any, any facts around it, but we're going to give it a go. So first things first, to give you two the chance, I'm going to go on with a bit top, it's going to be a bit recent for you. Um, but I, I don't know if you will agree. So my question to you is, does one, uh, one or more Chelsea player, based off last season, get into the Arsenal eleven? And I'm going to give you a countdown of three before you agree or disagree. So three. More than one, more than one. Hold up, hold up. More than one, more than one. So at least two, based off last season. Three. Two, one. Yes. Agree, yes. Oh, you've, you've both agreed. Changed my mind last minute. <laughs> All right. We both agree. I didn't expect that. I, I didn't expect I'll let that. You start, then. I'll let you start. Slightly more yeah. unbiased towards Chelsea. Well, Reese James is a better right back than what Ben White is. So, yeah, because you can move Ben White to centre back. And then left back, Ben Chilwell. Regardless of their form last season, they'd still make it into that team. And then, I suppose he's not there anymore. I would have put Kante in my defensive mid. I, I, to be fair, you wanted a disagreement. I'll, I'll disagree with that. Based on, based on form, to answer the question, based on form, I, I don't think Kante gets in. He was injured most of the season, had a couple of games, didn't really do that well. The ones I was going to say was, I, I do agree, Reese James, whenever he plays, he's phenomenal. Plus, when you put him up to Ben White, Ben White's, you know, had a good season, but he's not a right back. And I, the only other one I'd say really was, was Thiago Silva. Like, we had a bad season, don't get me wrong, but like, he is just, he's a Rolls Royce. Even when we're bad, he's good. Um, and personally, I, I, I'd take him over either of your centre backs. He's a better defender than Gabriel, yeah. Yeah. I do want to just point out this isn't, are they better players? This is based off last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah I, still, they... I still would. I still so with, so with the Kante one, like Jordan said, Kante, I don't, he might have played like five or six games. Yeah, <laughs> I don't no, remember. Kante's many. out. Kante's out. Right? Kante can't surely be in it. No. So, no, he wouldn't. Yeah, but he wouldn't have bloody bottled it, though, would he, when it mattered? So, <laughs> he may not have, but that's not that's not the argument here. Just wanna, I just want to put it in there. <laughs> All right. I, I still personally believe Chilwell and. And James, personally. Do you think Chilwell had a better season than Zinchenko last season overall? And Rhys James had a better season than Ben White overall? That That's that's what it basically comes down yeah. to. Oh, yeah, I get your point, but... <laughs> I, I do I do get your point. It is true. Yes, they had better seasons. You know, the ball boy had a better season than Chelsea did last year. <laughs> Would I have Chilwell over Zinchenko? Yes. Would I have Reese James over Ben White? Yes. But because of last season, no. But would they have bottled it? No. 
That's all I'm saying. That's all I you can't say. You can't say that. It doesn't it doesn't matter about whether they bottled it because neither have won a Premier League, by the way. So that so doesn't, you don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I would agree that I think at least one one well one or more would definitely get in, would have got into that Arsenal team or would get into that Arsenal team. I'd yeah, I still agree with Silva. James is a bit more contentious, but even when he like any time he plays, he drops a nine out of ten. Yeah. So I'd, I'd still put him over Ben White. And Silver wasn't out of form, was he, last year? No, nah, he was probably the only consistent player. So, yeah, I would pick Silver, definitely. So, to be honest, when I was looking at the question, I nearly said, would any player get into it? So, the only <laughs> one I thought you might both agree on was Silver. Even though I actually personally don't agree with either of you, <laughs> I actually think Gabriel and Saliba both had a better season than Silver last season. It's, it's hard because obviously we had such I a think nightmare. Like I'm like, disagreeing with both of you here. I'm not meant to be interjecting. They work well together. Tiago Silva, he might as well have just been there on his own. Like, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Basically was. You know, so it was easy to... But I just think Tiago Silva is, was definitely more... Oh, is, is it consistent last season? Too controversial to someone like Gabriel? I would I, agree. I, just, I would look, say I just, so. I just look at last season and I, I think Thiago Silva would have, I think Gabriel last season, he did one good, two good things and then he makes a silly mistake. So I, and I don't think Thiago Silva makes mistakes. You know, he gives you a minimum seven, eight out of 10 every game. Whereas I think Gabriel can give you a 10 and then, and then give you a four. Yeah. So it's honestly, you've got to watch it like, it's hard to explain, like, watching on the TV. Like, in person, although, yes, we were awful this season, like, he, I think it's hard, like, it sounds ridiculous, but he didn't really have a bad game, even though we were shit. I know that's a bit weird to understand, but, yeah, he's getting in over Gabriel. The, the, the right okay, match is more contentious. So, are we agreeing that Chilwell had a better season than Zinchenko and Reese James better than Ben White? Because I want to put out... Reese James played 16 games in the Premier League last season. So it's less than half. And then you've got Ben White, who played well over 30. So we're saying the 16 games Reese James had was a better season than Ben White. I don't know what those stats are, though. If Reese James in those 16 games got. Two one goal, one assist. Well, we didn't, we didn't score in oh. most games, so probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be low. Oh, you're talking like me out of it, but I've, I've, I've stuck with it now. But and to be honest, the more stats you're reading off, you're probably right. We're probably getting a bit carried away with just how good James is, but I actually based on the season. Yeah, I think you're not basing it off the question, which was last season. Yeah, no, you're right. basing it overall. If that makes no, sense, because I've said it, because I've said agree, I'm going to stick with my guns. Yeah, I'm going to stick with it, but it's a warm up. We have got to get into the, the debates, you know. <laughs> We'll probably get a lot of hate for it, but like I get grief on social media anyway, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose sleep over this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall I do a question? Go for it. Here we go again. Absolutely relevant. This is, and one that that has been dividing some people. What is the better team, the Arsenal Invincibles, or this City treble win inside? Sorry. So let let me because it's yes or no. The Arsenal Invincibles are better side 
And that's more impressive than City winning the treble. Three, two, one. Disagree. disagree. Oh, both disagree. 100%. You have to hate Arsenal. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They didn't lose the game, but look at that City League 20 years ago. It was only Arsenal and Man United that were dominating it. Chelsea had only just come with their money. Yes, they win a season unbeaten, but they, they got knocked out the FA Cup. They got knocked out the League Cup. They got knocked out the Champions League. Yes, they drew 12 games, but, you know, that, that's not really the big issue. They threw it away in the other games. So they had nothing else. This City team have gone and won everything in, in a time where the league or the continent is more competitive than it's ever been. So you can't... If any Arsenal fan turns around and says, I'd rather have this unbeaten team than that treble-winning City team, they are lying. I'm sorry, yeah. they're lying. Get over it. Come on now. All right, let me throw a spanner in the works before we get to Jamie, though. <laughs> The treble's been done before. Invincibles has not been done since. Therefore, by default, it's more rare and more impressive. Jamie, go. <laughs> um, well, you, 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 I had a counter to that exact point until you said hasn't been done since because it had been done in the past, and we're talking we're talking early nineteen hundreds. I think it was Pre- Preston had, were the first Invincibles, just putting it out there for it. Um, but the, if you look at it overall, though, this invincible team, team not beaten, we're actually beaten five times in that season. City lost, I think, seven games overall. And that included a complete drop-off once we won the league. Sort of, we weren't, there was nothing to play for. We were resting for cup finals. I think overall, though, winning trophies is what matters more. Um there's no, I don't think there's any sort of, dis, I don't mean it in any disrespect to the Invincibles. So I think they're an absolute brilliant side um, and did something that I don't actually think will be repeated for some time. Um, I, I think I said to you both when we had our Centurion season, I said we would do it if we didn't lose to Liverpool away that year. That was the only, that was the only game I said we would we did lose another one after that, but if we were going for the Invincible, I think we would have done it. And then that would have... And I still think Centurion season was more impressive than that. I, don't, I think there's been several City sides that have been more impressive than the Invincibles. And I think this treble one is the pin, it's the pinnacle of football. Because you've domin- dominated our league, won the biggest cup competition in England and then won the biggest cup competition in Europe. What I think also adds to that with the side is this is Man City's three in a row as well. And I think some people forget that because that's something United have done in the past, won three in a row, but they've not done it while winning the treble in the third year kind of thing. Don't get a gold trophy for that though. You don't, but the gold trophy is made up by the FA. The FA go... Oh yeah, we'll give them it. They were in discussion of a gold trophy for when we won the Centurion season. It's all about who who on that board decided yes or no. See, I still think it's a great feat. Don't get me wrong, but winning the three trophies over one, I I don't think you can really say it's a better. Yeah, you side. can't. Like- you can't like, yeah, the gold trophy is great. And it should only be if you finish a season unbeaten. Simple as that. If you win every domestic trophy, including the continental one available, then maybe something else. But 
look, that Arsenal team were amazing. And I loved every single one of those players. You know, players that were flary and then, you know, flary and skill form players that would just, you know, kick you leg, you know, leg from limb. But we look back so fondly on that team because we've not achieved anything of note like that since. That's why it becomes a nostalgia thing. If we'd won three, four league titles in a row since then, we'd be talking about that team. But we're not, because that's the last time we actually did it. We've won a couple of FA Cups, but come on, come on, this City team, they're a different year, mate. I think what I would agree on is is if, if the two teams played each other, I think the City team would win, because there was a lot of draws in that Invincibles. But I think the fact it's not been done in the modern era and possibly never will again, just for me, makes it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit shinier, you know. But you, but you said, well, what was, can you go back to the question? What was the question? Who's a better side, or what's a more more impressive yeah. achievement? I guess is is the question. It's still the fact of you can go in, you can go invincible, and get relegated. <laughs> That's sort of. You can have that, but you can't win three trophies and get relegated. Nah, that's like, nah, that's that's a that's weird. But, it's oh, true, though. True, it's true. You could draw every single you can game. Draw, if you draw you every could, game, but no one ever has and never will. So it's just irrelevant. No, because that's what you're saying. You don't, you don't win all three trophies, the big major trophies, and get relegated. Let's, let's, let's say Arsenal had that season this season. They would have got less points than the Arsenal. I think less points than the Arsenal team got this season. Or it's around about the same. Yeah, that's mad. So they would have lost the title to this city team in terms of points. It's a different era, though. Waste of time, wouldn't it? So they could they could have actually come second, for example, or third. You'd actually be mocked for going unbeaten and not winning a league. Like you you would be. be What would be the point? You might as well just not bothered, like going through that effort. So, so yeah, you have to you have to say that 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 treble winning achievement is much bigger than that season unbeaten. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so far, two out, two out of two have actually agreed with each yeah. other. I've got, I've got a couple of good ones, but I'm, I'm going off this one just off the spin of what we've just said. The Man United treble winning team, that was more impressive than this City winning treble team. Agree or disagree? Do the countdown. Give us a countdown. Three, two, one. Disagree. Disagree. That was slow. It was very laggy. That went at the same time. We agree again. What's going on? We got to have better debates. <laughs> the thing this is, could be a quick one. This could be a quick one. But I personally, I'm personally in your boat on this one. Jamie's obviously going to say City, but I, for me, it's a bit of recency bias. I have to be honest because I wasn't old enough for the United treble to fully appreciate it. So that that's the only reason for me. I'd, I'd, again, I'd need to know a little bit more about the context when, when it happened, like the spend and all that. Because my argument against City would be like, you know, they've got the best manager in the world, they've got unlimited budget, blah, 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 well done. Yeah, but Whereas maybe Man United didn't have that at the time, but... They, they not, did. <laughs> unlimited budget? They, they, they had the world? best manager and the biggest budget in that league at the time. Best striker but, in the world? I don't know, I don't know. They did. They had it all. To I can't fair, remember. I was like six or oh. whatever. Cole and York are up front. Solskjaer off the bench. I know I'm supposed to be the moderator here. I'll offer my points here, but come on. Like, 
this City team that have gone and done this. And let's be honest, they haven't, they didn't take the league to the last day. They didn't need a last minute goal to win the Champions League. They didn't need a last minute goal to get to the FA Cup final. That United team had to take it all to the limit, which is romantic. It's great. It probably makes it feel more amazing. But that's why I just, I just find that out there. <laughs> I think that the only sort of argument you have for United's one is is still the money spent, really, really, because obviously, obviously you think about inflation and things like that, it gets complicated. But City has spent a lot of money to achieve this. Um, but I think in a in a one on one game, City would win. And about the achievement, though. Yeah, yeah, about the. I think it's more the fact that I, I think it's City are showing I think it's like levels that no team has shown really in the past like no team's as good as this and I think that adds to the achievement it's obviously the winning winning the league where you've had Arsenal having a great sort of run they may have fallen away towards the end but they still had a great run in it and it was a there was a challenger for it they've not won it at a canter you had the fa cup against your rivals and it's your your biggest town rivals probably in my opinion the biggest club in the world to go and beat them in the fa cup final and even coming back from sort of like there was a small setback in the game where there's a handball that if you think about it back when in 1999 there probably were decisions that didn't have VAR in, well they didn't have VAR involved which may have you know swung it a bit or you could have it people moan about VAR anyway and say it's crap and it doesn't get the right decisions so there might be a bit of a null point I just think it's especially from where we've come from City as well because United have been that top side they may not have been doing what they did after that was like they've been phenomenal, but the rise from 1999 where city had to come into penalties in a league, what would be league one playoff final to get to this in, I just think it's a much, it's not a much bigger achievement, but I think the overall achievement is city played the better football and done it in a better way. Overall. The better way people disagree with, like, yeah. it, you know, again, it's not really a fairy tale story when you've got billions of pounds, in my opinion. But I wouldn't say fairy tale, no. But but yeah. to be honest, the, the point that probably goes in your favour more is for me the dominance of, of both Bayern Munich and, and Real Madrid. Um, you know, the, the the huge poem wins, the dominant fashion of that probably just gives you a bit of an edge, in my opinion. But you also got to think. We didn't lose a single game in the Champions League to win it. Did you know? I can't, I'll be honest. I can't remember the, all the results. I, uh, I, I don't. I don't think. I think I saw something that we were the first to do that and win it in no, England. Fair, fair. So that's sort of what. Yeah. I'll be honest. I can't remember all the results either, but I'm sure I saw that someone yeah, saying that. I think in that Champions League, they, when United won it, they did lose a leg or two. I think they lost to Newt's Juventus in one of those. So yeah. But yeah, yeah, like you said, Jordan, the Real Madrid game, yeah. where you're, you're, you've got the European champions, 
missed the Champions League full fourteen time winners or thirteen time winners and we absolutely destroyed them at home. Like they weren't they weren't in that game. And I don't I don't think many many teams ever have done that to Real Madrid, let alone in a semi final of a Champions League. Yeah, fair. There you go. All right. Sorry, Man United fans. Unanimous on, on Man City there. Next question. Right. We need you to disagree here. Come on. <laughs> I thought I thought my first one would have been easy to get a disagree. Okay. Chelsea are a bigger club than Arsenal. Three, two, one. Agree. Uh, right, agree. Agree due to the current, the oh. current landscape. Agree. I have to. They're not as successful, but today's game, <laughs> they are much, they are a bigger club. They've got more social media followers. They've got more money. They've got more attraction than I would say Arsenal have, regardless of how that season went last year. At this moment in time, they are a bigger club. They're not as successful, but this is where the whole argument of what do you define as a bigger club thing. Yeah, this is this is where you get really into the football debate because I guess going for Arsenal, you know, more Premier Leagues and all, FA Cups and all the rest of that, bigger stadium, you could argue. For me, it comes down to, to Europe, European trophies. Like I've, I've said to you for a while, and it's an argument I, I think is valid, how can you be a bigger club than a team who's won multiple European trophies, won every trophy there is to win? Like, in my opinion, it's going to sound ridiculous to some, but you're not really a massive club until you've won the biggest trophies on on the global stage. Maybe it may be one you could say once, but Arsenal haven't won a Champions League. They've not even won a Europa League. The one time they got close to winning that, we slapped them four-one in the final. So. Yeah, you can pick at the stadium capacity, but like if we built a 60,000 stadium, we'd fill it. So that, for me, it's more on the European stage that, that would be my argument. That could be changing. No, let's not get silly. Um, look, you, you are a bigger club at this moment in time. We have to admit that. Everyone goes on about, oh, but what about the history? It's a load of rubbish. Like in 100 years' time, Will Chelsea likely have more trophies than Arsenal? Yes. So therefore, the first hundred years of the original. Wait, history, in how many years' time? To, how many years' time? I said hundred years, fifty. Oh, years. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said ten for a second. I was oh thinking... no, 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 no. Um, so if you even if you said say fifty years, chances are they're going to overtake Arsenal in the trophies, right? Um, I still say ten years is reasonable. As in, will as in, do you mean do you mean we'll win more in the next ten years or less? No, no, no. I mean you'll have more trophies. Yeah, you'll overtake oh, us. Oh, okay, okay. Right? In ten. So I think, I think I think there's about eight eight trophies in it or something between us at the moment. Um, so, and so you build it up quickly. So if we don't win anything for twenty years, but you win another three, four league titles, for example, the whole history thing becomes irrelevant. The first hundred years of it, because it's it's the here and now at the end of the day. Look, we so have to put it out there. So. At the moment, um, this is Wikipedia, so I'm not going to say it's fully right, but it seems pretty right. Arsenal have a total of 48 trophies, and Chelsea have a total of 34. So that's 14. So that's quite a lot. 
Yeah, but that, it'll take a while. But like, you'll pick up a few league cups at least in that time, right? So, it it will happen. Like, look, we have won continental trophies before, but before obviously it all broke up into what it is. You know, we've won the Intercity Fairs Cup and we won the Cup Winners Cup, which is the Europa League today. But that was because obviously a different landscape. You know, when football was different. You know, we've got the most FA Cups. You know, which is a great great thing to have. You know, we've got thirteen leagues. Etc. Etc. But you know, if you look at even like I said, since two thousand and four, it's been three F. After that win, it's been three FA Cups, four FA Cups. Whereas Chelsea have blitzed all of that. So what would you rather have at this moment in time? You know, I don't want to sit and go. Oh, I would rather support this team because you know they were good a hundred years ago. You want the here and now. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want a hundred grand in twenty years. You want it now. Or you don't want it twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want today so so Chelsea are a bigger club yes Arsenal have that history to it that I think is very unique as a London club you know the way they introduce things to games the records they've broken over the years but come on like we can't we can't say you know who would you rather be in at the moment as a situation I know Chelsea have been bad but that this is a short-term issue here that they are a bigger club this moment in time I think the final point for me is is like it's a little thing, but when our players' careers are finished and washed up, where do they go? Arsenal, not the other way around. Um, that, that'd I wanted, be my argument. I want to jump in here because I actually disagree with both of you. I still think Arsenal are bigger than Chelsea because I do feel like the amount of trophies and the years that's gone by do matter for a big club. I don't think you become a small club because you've not won anything for a while, but you don't become a massive club. And so it's kind of like if your your argument, Jordan, was sort of you've won two Champions Leagues, two Europa Cups. Um, I'm not including the Super Cups and all that because, you know, you have to win the others to get into it. But let's say Arsenal won the Champions League next season. Would that instantly put them above you again? I think it then becomes a closer debate, in my opinion. So you think you're a bigger club by a bit of a distance? Like we won two Champions League, two Europas, Club World, you know, although Club World Cups, whatever. You can't say, I just, personally, I don't think you can say you're a massive club, one of the greatest in the whatever the world. If you go outside of England, not many people know Arsenal. If you go outside of England, more people uh, know Chelsea. It's uh, a fact. That's the European state. I disagree with that. No. Arsenal are known globally. Winning the Champions League gives you a different status, though. But it also depends what market it all depends what market you're going to. Like Arsenal will have a bigger market in Africa than what Chelsea do. But Chelsea will probably have a bigger market in the Middle East, probably than what Arsenal do. Yeah, that, that's you know, a bit different. Chelsea are a bigger club in the US than Arsenal are, for example. So I would I would disagree there. Both have an equal standing on the name. But Arsenal would become a bigger club than you if the current trend is as it is. If we finish higher over the next couple of years or if we win a couple of trophies more, for example. Yeah, if you start winning Champions League and finish above us every season, then then I'd say Arsenal. But until that happens, I'm not convinced. I just think with the... I think they've got more than double the amount of league titles than you have. They've won more FA Cups... And I think it's not 
and they've won the most FA Cups overall. I don't know how many it is exactly Fourteen. compared to you, but how many how many have Chelsea won Six. FA Cups? Seven. Six. Yeah, Seven. that's that's more than double. That's kind of where I'm going at. I think this you know, sort of that the reason why this is a conversation is because you've won the Champions Leagues, you've won the Europa. Europa, because yeah, we haven't won any European that. trophies. I'd say, like, to, to rephrase the question, who's a bigger club purely domestically? Arsenal. More trophies, yeah. invincibles, 100%. But that wasn't the question. It is why I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm not saying it is, but I still feel like the history does still make them, I still feel like they are the the bigger club, in my opinion. I feel like if I go round London, and this is central London, not just north, not just west, south, whatever. It's all around London. I probably will see more Arsenal fans than Chelsea. That's obviously London where you're based. Where we but... live in North London, maybe, but <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that's why I didn't say. That's why I said central London. When when I'm going into sort of into work and stuff, I will see more Arsenal fans in central London than I'm not. I'm not saying where we are because I think that's a bit unfair. To be perfectly honest, but then you could compare sort of me and how many city fans I see. It's yeah. not as many, not as many. But that's why I try to say central London. I think it's a bit more into it. But let's move on to the next question. Where hopefully we might have a disagreement. <laughs> Who knows? All right. So again, I'll, I'll split the clubs up. Sergio Aguero is a better striker than Thierry Henry. <laughs> This is tough. This is tough. All right. You gotta decide. So Aguero, the, the statement is Aguero is better than Omri. Three, two, one. Agree. Disagree. Hey, we've got a disagreement. <laughs> All right. Let's let's start. I'll I'll kick off. So the first it's the first question of who's the better striker. So to me. My striker scores more goals and Aguero does that plain and simple. He scores more goals. He's, um, he's got the best goals to game ratio in Premier League history. He, I think he actually surpassed Thierry Henry in goals in the Premier League. He's done it in, he's done it in Argentina. He's done it in Spain as well for Atletico. Done it for City. And... I think overall the better player is Thierry Henry, but I think if I want if I'm picking my striker, and I want, I want my striker to score goals, I'm picking Sergio Aguero. Um, he's also got the clutchest moment in Premier League history with the Aguero moment. Um, so I think big games he performs. Um, that's gonna be my start argument, I guess. All right, go on. Reese, Thierry Henry. Yeah, look, I understand that Aguero has taken over more um in terms of the goals, but I think and I think, yeah, if you want just a complete striker, he is your guy. But I think Omri's contribution overall, like there was that season he got, was it like twenty four goals, twenty four assists? You know, I think I think if we look at, you know, he's won a Champions League trophy as well, if we're gonna judge it by that. But um, I, I look at Omri's 
not only style of play, yes, Sergio Aguero is one of them. He just whacked it in the net. No, no time for nonsense. Omri, I think, offered diff- a different all-round play. He'd score a free kick. He would score, you know, from outside the box. There was that element to him. Like, that's not a knock on Sergio Aguero. Just is, you know, did he perhaps play more games than Aguero? Probably. So that's what I meant. You know, I think Omri's overall contribution to the game and what he offered paved the way for players like Sergio Aguero, as ridiculous as that sounds, if you look at what the league was so used to after all these years and this unknown Frenchman is brought into a team who nobody wanted and he went and achieved what he did. He had to take the reins, you know, from a free-scoring Nicolas Anelka who took it from Ian Wright and look what he achieved. He made Arsenal the club with the recognition I think they've got today because of him. Yes, Vieira was good, etc. But Omri himself, his contribution to the Premier League football was just insane. I think a lot of it's because Aguero is much more quiet. He doesn't go around telling everybody or, you know, he keeps himself to himself. Um, but I think Omri's overall contribution was outstanding. You know, I think there was that time, like I said, he got like, you know, 30 goals. 20, 24 goals and 20 assists in that season. Like, unreal. <laughs> That's just insane for a striker. Like, if you look at how he assists as well at times, you know, and and like I said, you know, some of the goals he would score, it was just unbelievable to watch. You know, he was he was what so many kids I knew who wanted to go and become him. I think he paved the way for so many young players, particularly African and French players, to become what he was. I think he paved the way for a lot of strikers that none of us knew and. Because of that, his overall game was just outstanding. But I do love Aguero, though. Oh, I can't, I can't knock him. Like, obviously, both these players, there's no, like, I thought Omri was incredible. But, like I said, my striker, I want him to score goals. And I think Aguero scores you more goals. The, I think also what knocked Aguero through the scoring stats, <laughs> funnily enough, in the Premier League. So, what held him back was injuries, which is the other the other issue. And I think if he didn't get injured, he was, well, I know he would have scored a lot more goals. So it was a bit of a hindrance on him. But I just, I still think he's the best score. The only one actually that I can't argue is Shearer because I just didn't watch him. Like I didn't I didn't really see him play. So I can't really say him. But I don't see there being a better goal scorer than Aguero in Premier League history. And that's why I would have him as the striker. Yeah, he was. That's the thing. He was a no-nonsense striker, Aguero, and I do and like. He but... did. Score, he did score all types of goals as well. You think of his first goal for City. Uh, well, his second goal for City. He's taken it on the 30, 30 yards out, and he's levered it into the back of the net. And he came on as a sub and scored two and got an assist, which the assist was an overhead kick, basically. So I think, I, he, I think he had well. it all. Oh, no, 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 no. But Reece said that in his argument. That's why I'm bringing back Aguero with his. It's like, I remember I remember Henri's goal where he's turned it, chipped it up and volleyed it against United. Like, absolute unreal. So, I, I, yeah, I know he scores it. But I think Aguero also had that in his locker where he's got, um, I remember a brilliant header he scored in the FA Cup semi-final against Chelsea, where it was a header that was... That no, no. <laughs> it was a bit. 
if if he, I don't know if you're actually joking or not, but it's more like it was a bit like Messi's against United in the Champions League final. It was a very very good header kind of thing. Um, I think they both both were terrific players, but like I said, striker. I want I want him to score goals, and I think Aguero does that better than Omri. I, I want my striker to score goals, but I just think Omri, the way he played, he, he he set the way for a lot of players, and I also think. This sounds very strange to say, but I do think, yes, he scored that goal against QPR, Guerrero. I'll give him that. But I do think that City would have gone on to be successful even if they didn't have Aguero. I think Arsenal relied more on Henri. I think when Henri was out of the team, they were poor. Whereas I think City, yes, different teams, different years, whatever. But I think you could still get a striker like that well, I think Arsenal, you know, how lost they were without Henri. Whereas City have pushed on, so to speak. It's, it's hard to explain that. But I love that. I probably would argue that Aguero is probably a better player if you don't have to rely on him as much. But yeah, I just think he was crucial to everything that Arsenal achieved. And I, I'm not saying Aguero wasn't, but I think it was an overall team performance there at City as well. To be fair, their stats are similar. I'm, I'm pretty torn on this, can't lie, but I think these are Premier League stats, but for Omri, 175 goals in 254 games and Aguero, 181 in 271. And between them, they've both got the best um, goals per minute ratio. I think if I had to pit, I mean, it's bloody hard, let's be fair. Gun to my head, I'm probably just going Omri because I just remember him, how silky and just just enjoyable to watch. Like, not that Aguero wasn't, but just like, just smooth, sexy football and just everything he did was just class. Um, and yeah, probably Reese. I'd just give it to you based on like, he probably had a bit of a bigger impact on the team. Um, but I mean, that that's, that, it's very marginal. But yeah, Aguero definitely had the most memorable moment. That, that will not be topped. Well, that, that just just about wraps us up. Perfect timing. As always, there's plenty of debates there to get your tea stuck into. I'm sure you will. Hit us up in the comments. There is plenty to disagree with there. But as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Oh.